Tell your neighbor, be a star. Be a star. Come on, tell your neighbor. This is your chance to tell somebody, yo, be a star, bro. Hallelujah. Tell your neighbor today, (laughs) be a star. 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 Uh I am a star. (laughs) Amen. Amen. We live in an era where people want to be famous. Right. Where people want to be celebrities. That word celebrity... Well, uh, let me say this. A star is something that shines bright. Mm. A star is something that illuminates. A star is something that can be seen from miles away, Mm -hmm. millions of miles away. Mm -hmm. A star is something that gives light. Mm -hmm. I could go on and on. A star is hot. Mm. (laughs) A star does so many things, right? A literal star. Amen. Mm -hmm. But we know that terminology has been transferred to, uh, it is now in the vernacular of when you describe somebody who's famous. We tell them, hey, he's a star. Look at him. He's a star. In other words, he's a celebrity. That word celebrity is defined as simply a famous person Mm -hmm. or someone who is in the state of being known Mm -hmm. by a lot of people. And you know, the problem, being famous is not a problem. Mm -hmm. Many people, many Christians think fame is evil. Yeah. Fame is not evil, and being known is not evil. It's what you're known for. Mm. It's what you're illuminating. It's what you're shining for Mm. is the problem. Amen? The problem is not that you are bright. The problem is that you, when we, and when I say bright, I don't mean in the sense of intelligence. (laughs) I mean in the sense of you shine. But what you shine for can make the whole difference. Mm. And, uh, you know, Sister Sherry, when we go to the mall at Christmas time, right? right. And I've missed the mall this I year. Know. How about you? Did you miss the mall this year? Some of you have been missing the mall all year. <laughs> I only see the mall at Christmas time. I'm not a mall person. I, you know, people love to hang out in the mall. Mm. I only, what does this have to do with my message? <laughs> has nothing to do with the message. Somebody say, Pastor, stay focused today. He but check the mall. I guess I missed the mall. I guess I must have. I got to I gotta go to therapy. I missed the mall. Anyway, check this out, y'all. Uh, in the mall, every Christmas time, it never surprises and it never ceases to amaze me. And I'm sure it's there now, even though I ain't going. Because, right. you know, people be coughing and stuff. And this ain't the season to be coughing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, I got to be focused. But when you go to the mall, it never fails. You see the big Christmas tree, and under the Christmas tree are these huge, gigantic gifts wrapped up nicely in these boxes. Mm -hmm. The thing about it, though, Sister Sherry, is imagine if one day I roll with you in the mall and I turn to you and I say, yo, why don't we just steal one of those gifts, right? Well, first of all, as a pastor, I shouldn't be saying that. (laughs) Second of all... If anybody steals those, the the mall puts those boxes down and they're dressed nice. They sparkle. They got the best wrappings. They look amazing. But the mall doesn't have a concern about if somebody's going to steal them. You know why? Because there's nothing inside of them. And so the person that ever runs away with that box would be the most disappointed thief of all times. And he would be disappointed because the box tricked him. The box was shiny. The box was wrapped beautiful. The box looked like it had everything that you would need. But the problem was when you got closer and you looked inside, there was nothing in it. 
don't be a gift that is empty. And when I say be a star, I don't have a problem with you being a star, but the, but, but I want you to be a star that when people come close to you, mm. they find something in it of meaning, of value. Hallelujah. Mm, right. That you're not an empty, shining box. Mm. That you're not a gift to the world and the world is knowing you, but when we know you and find out what you're really like or what you're really shining and illuminating, mm. it's filled with emptiness. Right. Hallelujah. Right, right. But when people see your life, they ought to see something more. Mm. If they're going to run away with the box and they open it, the gift should bless them. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. They shouldn't run away with an empty box. Tell your neighbor today, don't be a gift that is empty. Don't be an empty gift. Hallelujah. And so today I want to talk to you about being a star. Mm. People ought to see something in you that will change them today. Amen. 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 And so I want to go to the scriptures because I believe this is important. And I want to go to the scripture and encourage you today. But before I do that, I want to tell you a story of what happened with me yesterday, Sister Sherry. Mm. So, you know, yesterday I got the idea. I, I, I wanted to do some housework. Yeah. You, you live here, so yes. you know. And I, I got up and I said to Sister Sherry, Sister Sherry, I would like to go to the paint store mm. to buy some paint to do some touch-up painting in the house. Right. And you were happy about that, I'm sure. Yes. Hallelujah, because there was a spot that yes. needed to be touched up for, for a about while. a year. Yes. Hallelujah. Somebody say, Pastor, come on. Come on. That's all you're going to say. <laughs> Hallelujah. So I went to the paint shop and uh, I bought me a paintbrush. Hallelujah. Small little one because I ain't doing too much touching up. <laughs> Hallelujah. So those of you say, that's the paintbrush you bought and you're looking for one of them big jobs. I wasn't doing all of that. <laughs> all right. Small. But <laughs> I got me a paintbrush. But I went into the store. And I was wearing my church city mask. Mm. You see that? Yes. What does that say on there? Church city. It says church city. The first part of that city is that it's a church city. Right. Hallelujah. Mm. So I, I was wearing my church city mask. And you know, this is how we talk today. Hey, how you doing? I know. Hallelujah. Lord is good. Hallelujah. And I'm going to tell you why I brought this mask out in a minute. I went in there and I said, hey, man, I'm here to pick up some paint, man. And uh, I'm trying to match a color to touch up. I don't know the exact name of the color, but I think the, the person who painted it before told me the name is Kingdom something, right? Mm -hmm. So the guy goes, Kingdom of Heaven? I said, man, Ooh. that's an awesome place. <laughs> right. That's an awesome place, my brother. Mm -hmm. He says to me, yeah, yeah, it, it, it should be, you know, making small talk. Right. So he kept very helpful gentlemen, mm. you know, I must say his cu customer service was excellent. Yes. He just kept trying to find the color. So he went and looked up kingdom of heaven in his computer. He said, ah, oh, this don't really match the color. You sure is that? And then he checked something else. He said, w w no, he said there's something called King Arthur's court. So he kept messing yeah. with this king. And I'm quiet in the back and he's looking away, but he kept talking about the kingdom and mm. the king. So I just got tired of this kingdom talk and I just said, Hey, man, you sound like you're a believer. Right. You sound like you are on my side. Hallelujah. And he said to me, he goes, well, you know, I follow a, a ministry of a brother who um, preaches and tries to get. No, first he said to me, he said, I read the entire Bible mm. in August, you know, and he referred to it in in theological terms in in, in Jewish terms, he read the Old mm -hmm. Testament. He mm -hmm. said, I didn't read, uh, that's what I read. And he said, I follow somebody uh, who uh, 
preachers to Christians and try to pull them out of that and bring them back to Judaism. So I said, what in the world? Mm-hmm. I said, uh, well, I, not, that, that ain't, that, we ain't on the same side then <laughs> because I love me some Jesus. Mm-hmm. And so I, uh, he begun to talk to me. He said, I said, so have you ever read uh, the, the Bible, uh, right. the, the New Testament, the whole entire thing and see who Jesus is? At that point, he says to me, he goes, man, I'm going to be honest with you. I said, okay, yeah. here we go. He said, I think that we are men in themselves are good moral agents. Mm. But I ain't going to lie. We are, and he, and he used some, some, some decorative words. Mm. He says, we are messed up. Right. He said, and I think if we are made in the image of God, God is messed up too. Mm. So I took a deep breath. I took a deep breath. Mm. And I want you to know when it's time to share your faith, just take a step back and breathe and allow the Holy Spirit to give you the right words. And he will give you the right words to plant seeds. So I said to him, I said, can I ask you one question? He said, sure. I said, you just said we are moral agents capable of doing good. Mm -hmm. He said, yes. Mm -hmm. I said, and we are also messed up. Mm -hmm. So if we're messed up, how do we know what good is? Mm -hmm. And then he said, well, I guess God. And then when he, when he went there, I said, but you just said God is messed up too. So if God is messed up and we're messed up, then what makes a thing right or wrong? Right. See, there has to be a standard of the right. thing. At that point, he got quiet. He said, man, I, <laughs> but I could see the seed was planted. Right, I could right. see him. He never was told that. He was never challenged mm-hmm. in that area. Mm-hmm. So then his boss came out. His boss came out and said, I don't believe in that. I believe that heaven and hell is right here on earth. I took a deep breath. I took a deep breath. I took a deep breath. And uh, obviously this is all coming down because I wore this. Because they saw church in the city. Hallelujah. Mm. They saw the city of the church. They saw a city of a church city, of a city of the church. Hallelujah. <laughs> I'm telling you, y'all, oh, yeah. I could wear a lot of garments in this world, but oh, I'd rather yes. wear things that's going to spark these conversations. conversations. So the boss yep. came out, and the boss said, I don't believe in none of that. Mm. And the boss was from Trinidad, right? And uh, <laughs> so I said, uh, immediately, I said, you from Trinidad? He said, yeah. I said, I've been there, man, preached in your country several times. And, um, he said, you know, he said, where you preach? So I started telling him where I preach, and then he knew one of the preachers. Anyway, so he, but 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 before we got to all of that, where I'm from and all of that, he said, "I don't believe in a heaven or hell." I said, "Why don't you believe in?" No, he said, "I believe heaven and hell is right here on earth." So I took a breath and I said to him, "Can I ask you something?" He said, "Sure." I said, "Which part of your experience on earth was heaven, and which part was hell?" He goes. Um, I don't know which part is the heaven or hell, but it's, I believe it's right here. I said, well, how could you say this is heaven and hell if you don't know definitively what heaven or hell is? How do you know something is something if you have never experienced it or believe it and your concept of heaven or hell comes from the bible so how do you take god's concepts and force it into your definitions Mm -hmm. and he said 
Man, I know all of that, man. <laughs> I don't know all of that. I don't know all of that. And, I, and then he started, and then we started talking about where I preached, and then he mentioned the pastor, and he said, I know that pastor's a big church. I said, man, how you talking all of this? Right. And now you, I said, what made y'all, what tripped y'all up? What deep philosopher? Mm-hmm. And uh, so I, I, I stopped there, and they sold me my products. I bought it, and I, you know, told them where I was, in, 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 and I left the store, greeted them nicely. Mm-hmm. Now, meanwhile, all the people who else was in the store was just up in the conversation. I was a star. <laughs> wow. I was a star. Wow. I was illuminating. Yes. I was shining. I was a gift. Mm. But I wasn't an empty box. Mm. I was shining a light to the true gift. Yes, yes. And in a dark place where the thoughts were, I should leave Jesus. Mm. Or there is no heaven and hell. I brought light. Yes, yes, Hallelujah. Yes. And I thank God for that because I'm not sure if they're going to. Maybe my two brothers are watching me today because yes, I invited them yes. to watch. But if not, I know for sure that when I left that store, mm. seeds were planted. Yes. That they know yes. that there are answers to their questions. Yes. Now, it is up to them to seek. Mm-hmm. Seek and you shall find. But what you'll never do is have an opportunity to say that a light wasn't shed in your life. Hallelujah. And when I tell you today, be a star, Mm -hmm. I want you to be known. I want you to be known all over the world. Mm -hmm. I want you to be as big and successful as you can. But I want when people look to you for them Mm -hmm. to find Jesus, that every success you have ever attained in life Mm -hmm. should point to Jesus. That whatever you become in life, it should illuminate the grace of God in your life. Ah, Hallelujah. I want to go on. I want to move on. Let's go to our scriptures today. Look at the book of Isaiah chapter 9, verse number 2. Hallelujah. And I'm just going to sit this down right here today. As we go to the book of Isaiah chapter 9, verse number 2. And we're going to put it up on the screen for you today. Hallelujah. And this is what it says, right? The prophet Isaiah is talking in the book of Isaiah chapter 9, verse number 2. Hallelujah. We can put that up. The people walking in darkness... Have seen what? A great, a great light. Hallelujah. Y'all see that today? Mm-hmm. On those living in the land of deep darkness, a light has Dawn. dawned. Mm-hmm. The people walking in darkness have seen a great light. Mm-hmm. Now watch this. Let's go to the book of Matthew. Hallelujah. And this is my Christmas verse for today. Okay. The Bible says, after Jesus was born in Bethlehem in Judea, During the time of King Herod, Magi, right, from the east came to Jerusalem. Now, we read this same exact scripture last week, Mm -hmm. but you know the Bible can be preached many different ways. And the Magi came to Jerusalem and they asked, where is the one who has been born king of the Jews? Well, they're searching for the king of the Jews, who is Jesus. Mm -hmm. Why are they searching for the king of the Jews? Here's why. They said... We saw his star when it rose. We saw his what? Star. Wait a minute. We, no, no. Jesus is the star. Mm. No, no, no. We saw Jesus, the star. Mm. <laughs> Y'all see? Yeah. You, you, no, you ain't seeing this, Sister Sherry. Yeah. 
You blown away right now, <laughs> yeah. ain't you, huh? Because we think Jesus is the right. star. No, Jesus is savior. Jesus ain't a celebrity. Mm -hmm. Oh, make no mistakes about it. This is the God man. Don't ever, don't you ever lower my Lord and Savior mm -hmm. down to your human terms. Hallelujah. Right. He is beyond celebrity. He is beyond stardom. He is not pop culture. Mm -hmm. Jesus is. <laughs> yeah. Oftentimes we want to make Jesus cool in the culture. Jesus ain't. Listen, your culture. <laughs> Your culture only hope is Jesus. Yes. Uh, and let me tell you something. So he 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 didn't come to be a star. Yeah. Matter of fact, put that back up. Can mm -hmm. I get deeper? Yeah. You thinking I'm saying that he's got his own personal celebrity, that star. Mm. No, no, no. Put put it up, put it up. And we have seen his star. You know why the Bible could say that? Because he made it. Mm. Right. <laughs> right. Somebody caught that today. Right, right. We have seen his star. Whoa, 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 whoa. What do you mean by that? The star that he made, mm. the star that he hung in the sky, yes. we have seen. And so he made a star to illuminate. In other words, everything God made points back to who he is. Y'all yes. hear yes. what I'm saying today? Yes. Everything God has ever made should point back to who he is. Mm -hmm. And they said, we've seen his star. Mm -hmm. And we have come to worship him. So three things happen. First, you got magi from the east. Now, yes. who are these men? Now, you got to understand, this is the darkest of times mm -hmm. in the Bible period. When the Bible ends in the book of Malachi and begins in Matthew, there's a period of silence there. And that period is about 400 years. Mm -hmm. uh, not nothing. How do you say that? Not nothing happened. Mm -hmm. That doesn't make sense. Let me say that better. Things happened that weren't recorded in the Bible. Right. There was 400 years of silence, but there were things going on. Mm. For example, Alexander the Great ruled for most of that period. Mm. The Greeks took over the world. Mm. Now, why is that important if you were in, on Tuesday? Oh, you forgot, Sister Sherry. You forgot. It was too much information. Yes. Alexander the Great was Aristotle's student. Oh, yes, 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 yes. <laughs> Yes. So 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 he would he had just learned yes. under Aristotle who was saying that you know uh uh, uh anyway we ain't going you got to come Tuesday night yeah. to hear that. Anyway, Alexander the Great had conquered the world at this point and he was ruling, Greeks were ruling and then eventually there was an uprising, there, there, several things happened, then Rome took over. Mm -hmm. Rome came on the scene and Rome is now controlling Jerusalem, controlling where God's people were. And Rome at the time, because of what Alexander did and because of their conquering now, mm -hmm. they had now conquered the whole world and Rome begun to build roadways so that you could go to every part of the then known world. Right. So there's a saying that says all roads lead to Rome. My, my, my friend from Italy, all roads lead to Rome, right? Yeah. 
Why was that important? That was important and God is strategic because Jesus chose the time of coming into the world Mm -hmm. would be the time when the Roman Empire would be in charge. Mm -hmm. Why? Because he came not just for a group of people, but God so loved the world. Well, you can't change the world if you don't have access to the entire world. Mm -hmm. And so Jesus came in the time of the Roman governments so that when he ascended into heaven, this statement would make sense. Go into all of the world. Well, they could have done that because now there was a roadway to every place in the world. Mm -hmm. Every every roadway that has ever been built, Mm -hmm. the believer should use as a means to spread the gospel. Today, we have more than roadways. We have plane ways, airways in which we can preach Mm -hmm. the gospel. That's why today we have virtual means. I can be sitting here and blessing South India today. I can be sitting here and blessing in Rome, Italy today. I could be sitting here and through this mechanism, we can use it. You know, the problem with the churches is that we use these roadways Mm. to get our own stardom. We use these roadways to shine, but when people see us, they don't find anything behind the the, the shininess. Mm. They don't find anything in the gift because we would rather promote us Mm. rather than reflect Jesus, hallelujah. And these roadways were meant, hallelujah, they are, is social media evil? Not in itself, Mm -hmm. but what it's used for can become evil. Those who control it can use it for good or evil. And I'm going to tell you today, and I want you, I want to encourage you today, use every roadway and every platform God has given you to reflect Jesus. Mm -hmm. Because the Bible says this, there is actually Number one, the world needs the hope of Jesus. Second, there's a benefit in in it for you. Mm -hmm. A byproduct of seeking the kingdom first Mm -hmm. is that all these things that you thought you really needed will be added. But you'll be so in love with the kingdom that these just become all these things. They don't become the main thing. Jesus is the main thing. Use every roadway you possibly can to preach the gospel. If, If you've got 10 followers on Instagram, make sure all 10 know that you love Jesus Mm -hmm. and that he's hope. If you've got a million people following you on Instagram, make sure all 1 million knows who Jesus is. If the only roadway you got is a small job, is something, wherever you go, be a light, hallelujah, that shines for Jesus. And Jesus chose to be born during the time when the Romans were there. And here's the thing about it. Here's the thing about it. You would think that the people who ought to be searching for Jesus would be searching for him. Mm -hmm. The king didn't search for him. Herod wasn't searching for him. The chief priest wasn't searching for him. The people who knew the scriptures, the Pharisees weren't searching for him. The people of God themselves were not even aware that he was there. Mm -hmm. We learned last week they didn't even have a room for him in the end. They were not searching for him. And the Bible says, and men from the Far East, Magi, there's discrepancies, theologians argue where they're from, we're not going to get into that today, but what we do agree on is that there's no way these people, 
should have been searching for Jesus. Mm. They weren't. <laughs> they had nothing to do with the people of God. Mm. It's possible that they might have heard because when Daniel was in exile to Babylon mm. in the Far East, hallelujah, mm. it's possible from his writings mm. that they might have uh, uh, always had this inclination that a Messiah, I don't know, at that part the Bible is not loud on. Mm. What the Bible is loud on is that these were magi. What does that mean? They were astrologers, mm -hmm. people who study the stars. Now, astrology today is a little bit different from astrology then. Mm -hmm. Astrology. <laughs> Astrology today has to do with if you're Cap Capricorn, Taurus, hey, if you're right. a Taurus, make some noise in the club, right. hey, you're Capricorn. Let me tell you something, and I don't understand how you can be a Christian and follow the, 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 the Capricorn and all of that. Mm -hmm. That ain't Bible, y'all. Not because you were born, you know, people like, I, I was born, I'm a Taurus, yeah. so you know how we do, we the bull. You're not a bull. You're not a cow. You're a human being and your month is not the reason you behave the way you behave. You behave the way you behave because you need Jesus. <laughs> Tell your neighbor you are not what you are because you're a Capricorn. Right? But anyway... Anyway, they were studying the stars back then, and for, for whatever reason, God used a, 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 a particular star and caused it to shine so bright. Here's my point. The most... The people who should be seeking Jesus were not seeking him. Right. The world was in darkness, so dark that even the people of God wasn't looking to him. Mm. May it never be said of us in these times, in a pandemic, in social unrest, in uncertainty, that the people of God fell into the darkness that we stopped seeking God for the solution. Come on, somebody. Yeah, yeah. Come on. I mean, they were in a dark period and they just stopped seeking. Mm. May it never be said of the people of God that we have stopped seeking. And then when they stopped seeking, unexpected people mm. started seeking God. Yeah. Isn't it amazing that what, what caused unexpected people, people you would never think would start shouting. You know, I think about that, and I always think about how God used people like the Apostle Paul. Right. Apostle Paul was so evil when he wasn't serving God. Mm. He would kill Christians. Yeah. I mean, he killed, he watched Stephen stoned to yeah. death. If there ever was a terrorist in the name of religion originally, yeah. Paul was that. Right. The Apostle Paul murdered people in the name of religion. Yeah. But one day God saved him. Yeah. And he saw Jesus. Yes. And, and he was, when he was saved, nobody wanted to go see Paul. Scared. They were scared. They were like, who saved? Mm. No, no, no. God, sure. God could save everybody except that brother. Yeah. And I ain't trying to find out if God saved him because if God didn't, he going to kill me. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Nobody wanted to go see Paul because <laughs> yeah. he was an unexpected candidate for salvation. Yeah. But that's the God we serve. Yes. When the children of God becomes quiet, God will raise up yeah. 
Somebody else. When we fail to worship him, I believe this was a prelude to what Jesus said when they were screaming Hosanna and the Pharisees who should have been worshiping said, quiet them. He said, if I quiet them, the rocks, those places that could not worship will eventually worship. And I believe even from the birth of Jesus, the rocks begun to cry out because the people weren't praising him. So the rocks, people who were not expected to give a praise, unexpected people started looking for Jesus. Why did unexpected people look for Jesus? Because they saw an unexpected light. They saw an unexpected star. And let me tell you, people that you're surrounded by need to see an unexpected light. And you know who that unexpected light is? You. You know, when I walked in Benjamin Moore yesterday to buy paint, Mm. I wasn't expected. Mm. I was expected as a customer. But they didn't expect somebody to challenge them Mm. to look deeper. An unexpected light Mm. can cause unexpected people to search for a savior. And I want you today to be a star. Be the unexpected light. Right now, you don't have, you can be a source of encouragement to somebody who's sick. Be an unexpected light. You might be wondering, God, why you connect me to this sick person? Because you're a light. Because you are, God, why me? Why not you? Why not you be the light? Hallelujah. You might be wondering, God, why why do I work at this job? They're so godless. That's exactly why. Because the unexpected people need to see an unexpected light. And in the midst of your storm, storms bring darkness. One thing I know about a storm living over here by this water is that when the storms come, it get dark. It blocks out whatever light. It and it starts to rain and pour and makes you think that light ain't coming back. But you are in that storm because you are the light in that storm. Be the unexpected light to the sick, to the poor, to those hurting, to those in your family. And let me tell you something. Sometimes being a light don't mean you ain't going through something. Sometimes being a light means that you need light too. Hallelujah. But I'm going to tell you this. Hallelujah. You keep shining even in the midst of your storm. Because when you when you become an unexpected light to somebody else, God is going to bring an unexpected light to you. Hallelujah. And that's how the thing works. Unexpected people saw an unexpected Light. Watch this. Watch this. And look at what happens in the end of this whole thing here. Right? Unexpected people end up in an unexpected place because they saw an unexpected star. Now, what do you mean by an unexpected place, Pastor? You know, sometimes, and this is for everybody watching here. If you're watching, I want you to listen to me closely. I'm getting ready to close. 
Sometimes what you're looking for, the obvious place where to find it, you might not find it there. What do you mean by that? If I'm looking for a king, the obvious place to look is in a palace. If I'm looking for a king who's going to change my life, the obvious place is he must be royalty in a royal building. Mm. And the unexpected people went to a, a place, an obvious place first. Mm. They went to a palace, right. but they couldn't find the king. Mm. Sometimes the place where you are going to find your blessing is in a place least expected. I'm going to tell you this. Some of us are so focused on the obvious places mm. and running about trying to find our blessing, our healing, our deliverance, our breakthrough through things we've been told. Right. This is what you need to do. Mm. You do this. You'll be all right. right. And so we run down these things that the world has told us to run down mm. only to find like the wise men. This is not what I was following the star for. Right, 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 right. <laughs> and the star mm. said that ain't it either. <laughs> wow. The star wasn't scared of Herod. Mm. And the star wasn't scared of his palace. Mm. We are as stars in the kingdom mm. scared to point out the places because the world said these are the obvious means to be blessed. We are scared to say, no, it ain't. Right. Come on, somebody. Right, right, we are scared right. to say, no, it ain't. Right. We, we are scared to look when the world is looking at pop culture. We're scared to say, no, it ain't. We love pop culture. We, they give us a lot of jokes, a lot of entertainment. But hope ain't found there. Yeah. Hallelujah. Yeah. We are scared to look at celebrities and say, they're great. We love the movies. Yeah. Love their music. Hallelujah. Good entertainment. Right. But hope ain't in there. Right. We're scared to look at the media and say, you know what? Well, hope definitely ain't in there. Hallelujah. Ain't no, ain't no good news there. Yeah. We're scared to look at politicians. Yeah. We, and as a matter of fact, we keep telling the world our hope is in a politician. Yeah. We keep, oh, hope has come. This has come. Hey, no, it ain't. Yeah. The only hope of mankind. Yes. Hallelujah. Yes. Is not found in what you thought would be these. You would think that 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 in a pandemic, they, these people can work together to get us get this country a little checky yeah. check. I, I don't mean to get political, y'all. Let me come out of that. You think they will work together? To, listen, hope everything you look for. You will you will search. You will seek. You will find. You will do. You will do whatever. And you gonna you gonna do. You gonna be doing like the the me when I steal the box from the mall. <laughs> you're going to come home and open that big box and say, this box looks so good and it's going to be empty. Yeah. And the wise, sometimes the place that you look in, the obvious place don't have the obvious answer. And this unexpected people came to an unexpected place. They came into a house. By this time, it wasn't a manger. A lot of us messed that up. For some reason, and it was in a place, in a small town in Bethlehem. Y'all ain't hear what I'm saying. No prestige. Just came out of a manger. 
And in this unexpected place that could have easily been overlooked, Mm -hmm. they found their blessing. The places that you often overlook are the places where your blessings lie. If you're a father and you're watching today, the family God has already blessed you with. Don't overlook them. There's a blessing in that family for you. The children God has given you, don't overlook them. Don't leave them. Mm. Oh, God. The small little jobs that God has given you to do, even though the world don't think they're big, don't you overlook them. You might be mentoring one or two little kids and you might feel insignificant because your name is not known. Don't overlook that unexpected place because in that unexpected place, hallelujah, is a blessing. And in this unexpected place, they found the hope of mankind. They found Jesus. Hallelujah. You hear me? You hear me? And they worshiped him. What you will find there will cause you to worship. Mm. And when you begin to worship, God begins to reveal more. Mm. Watch this. Sister Sherry, you ready? Yeah. You sure? Yeah. Put up my next scripture for me, Sevi. Put up, put up my last scripture, my last one, my last one. Don't put up that Matthew 5, 14. That, that's actually my last one. I'm done, y'all. I promise you I'm done. <laughs> Can you hold my Bible for me? Sure. Hallelujah. Look at this. Look at this, Sister Sherry. Sure. <clears throat> Unexpected people Mm. came to an unexpected place and found their blessing because they saw an unexpected light. Mm. The only revelation they had of him was a light. But now they knew him for themselves. Mm. And now they begun to worship. They were guided by the light. Oh, God. I need my church. Hallelujah. I need my building back. I need, I need, hallelujah. Let me tell you, they were guided, they were guided by the light. But now that they met Jesus, they no longer needed the star to guide them because now they have a relationship with him. And look at what the Bible says. Put up that last scripture for me. Look at what it says. The very last one, hallelujah. The last one, there we go, yeah. And haven't been warned in a dream. (laughs) Now, now they, they, they were warned before by a, a light. Right. But now they don't need the light because right. now they got a direct connect. Put that back up. Mm-hmm. Having warned in a dream not to go back to Herod, they returned to the country by another route. In other words, in other words, the light brought them to the source and now they were plugged in and now they were getting revelations from the source itself through dreams through vision he was connecting with them directly you see the goal is for us to bright shine the light and connect them to jesus And then God will do the rest. God will begin to give them dreams. God will begin to give them revelations of who he is. He'll begin to talk to them one on one. And that's the God we serve. Put up Matthew 5, 14. Matthew 5, I believe it's 14 for me. Look at what the Bible says. The Bible says, you are the light of the world. A church city, I mean a city, a slip there. A church city, a city that is set on a hill cannot be hidden. Mm -hmm. 
nor do men light a lamp and put it under a basket, but on a lampstand, and it gives light to all who are in the house. Be a star, but make sure that when people see you and see your light, they find Jesus. Don't be an empty gift. Don't be something that's bright and shiny and that's all there is to you. But be someone, be an unexpected light in an unexpected place so that unexpected people can come to see who the Savior is. Listen to me today. Listen to me today. You might be hurting and you might be saying, I don't know, I've been hit with such a heavy circumstance. Do what the wise men did. Seek Jesus. And if you, if you know Jesus and you're going through tough times, this is the time to worship. And God will get you out of what could be the clutches of trouble. Had they gone back to Herod, let me tell you something about Herod. Mm -hmm. Herod would make no hesitation to murder them if he has to. God pulled them out of trouble because they worshipped him. If you know Jesus today, Mm -hmm. I'm here to tell you that he is able to guide you and give you what you need. Mm -hmm. The wisdom that you need. The strength that you need. The guidance that you need to come out of that. If you don't know Jesus today, I'd like to show you who he is. You might have logged on unexpectedly, but I'm your unexpected star today. Who's trying to show you the babe that was born in a manger is the savior of your life. And for those of you who are believers in the Lord Jesus Christ. And you've got issues around you. You are the star for that issue. You say, Pastor, you don't know. The issues are happening to me. Don't worry. God's got a star that's coming your way to help you. God's got something that's going to reveal who he is in your situation. But in the meantime, can you be a star to reveal who he is to somebody else? Let's bow our heads and pray. Father, I thank you for your word today. It is blessed. And I thank you for everyone watching our programming today. And I pray that they were tremendously blessed. I ask, oh God, right now for your favor, your anointing on this word to really cause somebody, God, to be transformed and changed and excited today. God, if there are those watching that don't know you as Lord and Savior, I want to give them an opportunity right now. Would you pray with me if you don't know Jesus? Say, Father God, God, I ask you you to come into my life life and forgive me me of every sin. sin. I confess confess that I'm a sinner, sinner. but today today, I found you, you. and God, God, I worship you, and I thank you. For being my hope hope and for dying for me. And And Lord, Lord, from today, today, I'm your child. child. In Jesus' name. name. Amen.
Thank you for watching once again. We pray blessings on you and your family. And we're doing a tremendous work here in New York City. We believe the Lord has called us here. It cost us. We are grateful for everyone that sows into our ministry. And if you're watching and you feel led to sow, you can go to churchcityusa.com. You can sow into our ministry. Hey, listen, every bit help. It doesn't matter how big or small. We bless God for you. And uh, we love you. And we want to continue to do the work of the ministry. Thank you. This is your boy, and I'm...